Okay, I have my cup of tea right here. And today, we will be talking about how to nurture your sensitivity. Welcome to the tea house. Allow me to pour you a cup of tea while you settle in. I am your host, your guide, Tiffany K. As you guys already know, I have my diffuser going over here with Valor and Lemon. And it's supposed to be like, almost like a pink lemonade. It's one of my favorite blends. And as a reminder to myself, out loud, I have to actually get some more lemon essential oils because i am low and of course as you guys already know i got my tea in hand and today we will be talking about how to nurture your sensitivity if you want to cry you should cry it's okay to feel baby my husband said to me one evening a few months ago his eyes locked on mine we sat on this gray couch reminiscing about recently finding out that i was adopted and reflecting on you know how i was treated growing up how he has experienced the treatment even while we've been married almost five years on top of never knowing that i was adopted until now this evoked feelings for me, complicated feelings, some feelings that I hadn't really identified with growing up, including things like extreme sadness, anger, and then my emotions were kind of just suddenly pouring out of my mouth without permission. <laughs> um, like that one movie, um, they call it Word Vomit. <laughs> It was something like that, but way more emotional. And I immediately tapered them. You know, subconscious reaction when my sensitivity gets the best of me. I want it to sound calm and collected. Not like someone who easily gets ruffled and derailed by emotion. But my husband, he didn't push me. But instead affirmed the feelings I was working so hard to bury. Reminding me that it's okay a gift even, to be honest about how I feel. As a sensitive person, I've always known my feelings are more prominent than for many people. I've never struggled to recognize that for sure. It isn't a typical weeknight. I don't experience, you know, like both euphoria and melancholy in the same evening or even the same hour, but I'm comfortable embracing that complexity when I'm alone, that is. <laughs> I've learned to ensure my feelings don't sit in the driver's seat. They are still present like a low hum. It's just that when I'm home, I don't feel a need to hide or lessen them. At least not anymore. Not in the comfort of my arms or my husband's. It's a shame. It's not a shame. It's the shame of being a sensitive person in public that I honestly struggle with the most. When I truly see myself through the lens of society, I feel as if I need to somehow hide how I'm truly feeling, which in turn means hiding myself. 
And the goal is to seem stronger to others or at least unmoved, especially by something as fleeting as a feeling. The world doesn't know exactly what to do (laughs) with a sensitive person or sensitive people. Thus, we often feel like we're out of place or there is something wrong with feeling too much. And we often equate this with being too much. Sensitivity is less desirable than strength, or so we hear. In response, we learn to hold back, trick ourselves even when we're around others. We bury the emotions dancing inside us and fight back any visible sign that we may actually be feeling something. But sensitivity is not inferior to strength. It's quite the opposite. Our strength lies in our ability to be true to who we are and our ability to nurture that truth, both when we're alone and around others. For sensitive people, this looks like nurturing our feelings and encouraging them forward. The only question left is how? I have five little... I guess bullet points that may help you through your question on how. One, allow yourself to be sensitive. Give yourself permission to be a sensitive person and embrace this part of you without shame. You are sensitive. You are not sensitive or strong. You are both. Your sensitivity does not take away from other parts of you, but rather shades the entire picture making it all the more beautiful and unique to you. The moment we allow ourselves to be who we are without judgment or a need to fix our feelings, we begin the journey towards self-love and acceptance. Try positive self-talk. That may help. According to psychologists, the practice has emotional wellness benefits. And over time, these messages become internalized, shaping how we see ourselves. Look yourself in the mirror today and say, I am sensitive. I am a sensitive person. And that is wonderful. My sensitivity is a gift to me, to my loved ones, and to this world. Point two, show off your sensitivity. Once you begin feeling comfortable in your own skin, give yourself permission to just be a sensitive person in public. Cry when you need to. Express your joy and share it with others. While this may feel uncomfortable at first or even scary, exposure will help you to minimize this fear. Remember, you're being true to yourself and the world deserves to see your sensitivity in all forms. Likewise, establish boundaries for yourself and hold to them without shame. For some sensitive people, loud noises or large crowds can feel rattling. So practice excusing yourself from situations when necessary or speaking up when you feel overwhelmed. A simple request like, hey, is it okay if we turn the music down? Is a polite way to advocate for yourself while respecting that not everyone around you is as sensitive to their environment. Three, lean into the sad and sappy stuff. Here's your permission to put on that dark and moody playlist despite it being sunny out. Or to watch the movie that always brings up tears and existential questions. For sensitive people, sometimes it feels good to feel sad. And that is okay. 
I've learned that when I nurture this particular emotion or any feelings that fall under the umbrella of melancholy, I create more space for the lighter feelings to flourish since I'm not suppressing the heavier ones. Plus, I think it's Harvard Health says crying is good for you as tears flush stress hormones and other toxins out of your system. So baby girl, cry away. Just remember, again, that not everyone around you is a sensitive person, and they may not want to join in the afternoon sad sesh. (laughs) Respect those boundaries, just as you hope they would respect yours. And remember, just as you love to feel all of your feelings, other people aren't quite wired to feel those things so deeply all the time. We can honestly learn from one another. Point four, I say, is to find a freaking therapist. One of the best ways I've nurtured my sensitivity is honestly finding a therapist, specifically one who is quite literally paid to listen to me. (laughs) Talking about your feelings with someone impartial is incredibly, you guessed it, therapeutic. But yet, a therapist can also offer insight and gently nudge us when our emotions are leading us astray. Nurturing our sensitivity isn't only about leaning into our feelings, it's also about leaning to question them. Learning to question them, especially when they aren't showing us the complete picture. We can witness our emotions and acknowledge them while also recognizing that how we feel at any given time isn't always a great barometer for decision making. (laughs) Therapy is also a helpful tool for processing your feelings aloud and giving them room to breathe, especially if you don't always feel safe expressing them at home or in your daily life. And my last point is to live a balanced life. Okay, so this may sound counterproductive, but it's helpful to get outside of your feelings every now and then. Literally. (laughs) I find my sensitivity is best nurtured when I actively spend time outdoors, specifically, you know, maybe exercising, engaging in embodied practices such as grounding or even just running around with my two boys. (laughs) Um, Exercise has been shown to alleviate stress, increase one's mood and help long term with anxiety and depression. And for me, I notice sometimes when I exert myself or when I sweat and when I'm just enjoying myself outdoors, my usually chatty brain goes quiet, even just for a little while. I guess you can chalk it up to emotions, but I also think our sensitive souls just need a break every now and then. To feel so much all the time, well, it's exhausting. (laughs) Daily exercise, you know, walking outside in the fresh air, stretching, yoga, or even physical wellness practices like acupuncture or sitting in a sauna can help us get out of our hearts and heads and into our bodies. Nurturing one's sensitivity will look unique for each person, but what's more important is that we actively embrace our sensitive spirits and treat them with kindness and care. So may we remember that our sensitivity is a part of us and it's nothing to be ashamed about. As my husband encouraged me, it's time we stop holding back.
Thank you for coming to the tea house, for sharing a cup or two with me. May this be your safe space that allows you to take off that mask and be seen, heard, and felt in all areas and directions of life. You're always welcome here.